0: Senorita, really nice to meet ya. Have some tequila and
1: oh. This you week on Squats and Margaritas, it's Amanda, unapologetically, a mom of one and done. And she's not gonna change her mind, so stop asking. We talk about mom guilt living with anxiety, things that piss us off, like not being able to grow on Instagram. It is a conversation that I thoroughly enjoyed. I could have talked to her all night. If you need a good old-fashioned mom rant in your life, here's your episode. Hi! Hi! It's so nice to meet
2: you. Thanks for having good
1: me, Erin. Oh it's God. really nice to meet you. It's really nice to meet you. We have the same taste in like, memes and humor and TikToks. For, <laughs> for sure. For I've sure. followed your account forever. I wanted to first just talk about like why you started your account and if you want to talk about like you made the choice to be a mom of one and done I also declared that I was a mom of one and done after I had my daughter and went through labor I told my husband I'm done like I will never do that again remember how you feel right now like all the after stuff and I was sure that I was going to do it and I I was not going to have a sibling for her So I have to assume, did you have a hard labor? Did you have a hard pregnancy? What is your your story?
2: My reasoning behind being one and done is because of my mental health. Um, I suffered with undiagnosed postpartum depression and anxiety, um, and it was really bad. I just, I really don't think that I can go through that again. Um, I don't think that my body can handle it. I don't think that my brain could handle it. I don't think my family and friends could handle it. So that was really the reason. I actually had a pretty easy pregnancy and I had a scheduled C-section. My daughter was breached. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really, I personally think that there's a correlation between postpartum depression and anxiety and cesareans. um, Because I feel like your body doesn't get to really experience the whole thing. I could be totally wrong. This is like 100% my own theory. And especially because mine was scheduled. So I, unfortunately, not unfortunate for me, but I've never had a contraction. I have no idea what a contraction feels like. I have no idea. I never... Yeah. (laughs) Very
0: fortunate. But
2: but, I mean, on the back end of that, you know, it took 10 full months for my body to heal. Yes. Um, And like I said, it, it just... So I think my body was in complete shock of like, wait, but we've been growing this baby.
1: Where did it go? You know, like, yeah, no, that makes so much sense. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. And, and, and I, I know I that's not say- always the case. Yeah. So. but That's that's an interesting thing. And I, I thought about like, I have two of my best friends had three kids and they had three C-sections mm-hmm. and just watching them. Like I was, I didn't have to have a C-section, but I peed my pants for like five months and they didn't have that. Right. I, after I had my baby, I couldn't run without feeding mm-hmm. my pants for five months. So I was like, maybe like, that's really the way to go. Like, it sucks for, I don't know how long the recovery is, but they don't have the issue that I dealt with with both of my pregnancies. So, yeah. I mean, there's like I can, pros and cons. I can honestly say, like, I don't have that. I've never had that problem of, like,
2: peeing on the trampoline or anything yeah. like that. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, I think there's pros and cons to both. And I think there the is. other thing, too, is that, um, you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. – that do get C-sections, they're typically emergency C-sections or they're VBAC, which yes. is also very, um, you know, it's it can be dangerous, so. But I yes. also watched my best friend give birth twice. Uh, um,
1: and I don't think I, I like. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, all set with that. <laughs> I know, it sucks. Like I, I told my husband, I was like, this is it. I will never, it was just, it's just the after. like. I was so sore for so many days. Like, it's just the, you can only, like, it's, I don't know, because you can only hold your baby when you um, have a C-section. You can't really, I don't know. I don't know what is the one that I would opt in. I mean, you do with best for the baby, but um, yeah. I feel like
2: I would opt in for surrogacy, like if someone wants to have the baby
1: for me. Cool. Cool. Sign me up. So you knew since, and I love that you're prioritizing your mental health. You didn't want to go through the postpartum again. Was your husband always on the same page or was it like a discussion? he was not. He was never on the same page. Mm -mm.
2: And I've always told him, which it was funnier when, so we're recently separated, which it's like, we're fine. We're copacetic. Everything's fine. Um, But I I always told him like, well, you can have more with your second wife, but that was just a joke. (laughs) because you knew and you didn't I want to guess. go through that again I guess, it's inherently, like putting... yeah
1: but i knew i couldn't do it again so i struggle with anxiety and it was probably always there but it like magnified when i had my first and like i almost had a panic attack on an airplane i was just so worried about like how i would get her off and i ever since she's 6 about to be 6 I Mm -hmm. have dealt with anxiety and I think a lot of people it sets in when you become a mom whether you realize it or not like you said undiagnosed you're just like because I was talking to somebody about this today you just think that it's just hard that's what being a mom is and like you're you're going to feel like this but it's not you're not supposed to feel like that and I think people like you that actually talk about it because if somebody is feeling that way and they're like well no it's just really hard I'm I, I can't like complain about it and when they see somebody else share their story, it just makes mm-hmm. women not feel alone. And like, that's why I wanted you here. Um, I love it. And I share my, I don't know. How do you like handle or manage your anxiety? Like I just started seeing a therapist. Do you go to therapy? Yeah, I go to therapy. Um, I'm also medicated. Uh, that was- i <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I do both. <laughs> Which,
2: right. What are you, what are you taking, Erin? Sertraline.
1: Oh, it's, I've never Zoloft. Heard of that it's one. basically Zoloft. It's, uh, it's Zoloft, Okay, it's a yeah. generic for Zoloft. But yeah. what's funny, <laughs> I have to be honest, why I started seeing a therapist, my son is going to be three next month. And my OBGYN, um, she recommend. I mean, she prescribed it when he was born. And she's like, you're going through a lot. And like full disclosure, my husband and I had some trouble during that time too. And she's like, you have a yeah. lot on your plate right now. She's like, mm-hmm. you should try this. And I was like, well, I don't want to be addicted to it. And she like, Promised me, she's like, it doesn't work like that. Somebody else's team Zoloft. Um, yeah. And so I was like, all right, let's do it. So fast forward three years later, I was like there for like my annual, and I'm like, so uh, Zoloft. And she's like, Erin, I am an OBGYN. I cannot keep giving you this. Your son is three. He's like, this right. is not a postpartum <laughs> issue. And I was like, what? And she's like, you need to talk to like a mental health professional. So it was like, my hand was forced. If I want my Zoloft, I have to go get a therapist. Mm -hmm. And I ended up like getting a psychologist, so they can't prescribe medicine anyway. And like the first time I went to talk to her, I'm like this million miles an hour and I'm like and I can't get everything done and I'm always like doing all these things and she's just like sitting back and I said, and I want you to know I started cutting my pills in half so I can kinda wean myself off of it. She's like, No, let's um let's go back to your normal (laughs) let's up the dosage. She's like, This is not the time. Like we're gonna we're gonna put you back on there. She's like just talking to you your baseline is 150 miles an hour. And I Mm -hmm. always live that way. Like I, she said, I'm hypervigilant and I'm always like making sure things are getting done. And if things aren't getting done, I'm like pissed. And uh, I'm just like anxious and I don't want to be late for anything. And I don't want to disappoint anyone or inconvenience anyone to the point that I'm like fighting with my husband Mm because we're late to like a appointment to see a house. And I feel so terrible that that person is inconvenienced. it now. I'm fighting my husband, and I've never even met this person. Like, I don't know why I'm that way. <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way your brain's wired. Yeah, for sure.
1: And it, it's, I, exactly, I guess, like, you're just always, I can never be in the moment. Like, I had a hypnotist mm-hmm. on, and she's like, you just, Sagittarius, whoever's asking. I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, Aaron. Um, and I just can't, I was like, I can't shut my brain off. And she's like, you can And I even told my therapist, she's like, no, you can't. She's like, you wouldn't be able to meditate. And I was like, oh, no. I wake up yeah. in the middle of the night. Like, we're moving. And I'm like, I didn't forward the mail. Um, like, I just mm-hmm. wait. I can't shut my brain off. It's yeah. always a million miles an hour. And I didn't want to live like that anyway. And so I I went to therapy. And I didn't, well, it slowed down on my Zoloft. And then she brought me back up. And I just feel better. Like, it's, it's not like a, it doesn't make you feel happy. It just makes you feel a little bit more. Yeah. Dreamlined and not so i'm so up and down right so yeah. i i talk about it
2: <laughs> yeah absolutely i think it's important to talk about it um i'm on Effexor, and i saw someone else said Effexor. so team FXR.
1: um <laughs> cannabis Best anxiety uh, for, I also, for moms.
2: i also do that too yeah um, i have my medical marijuana card um so I, I mean i that's for me the medical marijuana is that's more of like a nighttime thing like i don't you know, during the day at work, I'm, 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 that's not my daily activity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at night, because it was the same thing, I could not shut my brain off. Like it just wouldn't stop. I would just lay in bed and it would just keep going and going and going and list. And I'd take out my phone and I'd start making lists. And then I would, you know, put my phone down and then try to fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Lists. Everything likes to be
2: crossed off. If yes, I wasn't I on my fo- if this wasn't on my phone, I would show you my notes section because it's just list after list after list.
1: I So, yes. And that's part of it. Like, I'm so used to living that way. And it's like, I realized th- through therapy, that's like how I validate myself. Like, what did I do today? How much did I accomplish? Look at all these offs, and nothing is left. And she's right. like, but who? Like, who's making you do all those things? Like, does your husband say, like, the house needs to be clean and all these things? I'm like, absolutely not. It's me. Like, okay. I feel... Accomplished, And if I didn't cross something off, I'm like pissed. Like, I don't feel like I, right. like, what did I do? And I feel like I have a lot of guilt about like not going to work and I I'm home. So it's almost like I have to show my husband, look at all the things, like, look at all mm-hmm. these things I cross off. He's like, okay.
2: Okay. But like, she- do you also do the thing? So it sounds like you're very like type A and I'm not, I'm like type D. Like I'm like, whatever.
1: <laughs> are you first, like, you're whatever. Not first Someone
2: else will take care of it. I don't know. You're not.
1: know you are not 1st born. I-
2: I it will make lists but I'll also put things on the list that I've already done so that I can check them off yeah. the
1: list. <laughs> no I would tell, I love that um, <laughs> or, you're not first born I know it no I'm not I'm the, and I'm I, the youngest yeah I swear it is a thing and I'm gonna go back to school and write my like thesis on this everyone I talk to that is so like goal oriented and like checking things off and like I can't go for a run <laughs> if the laundry isn't going, or like the dishwasher, something else isn't mm-hmm. happening, and like just vigilant, hyper vigilant. Yeah. And every time it's firstborns, and they're like, Oh, yeah, it has to be. It's like a perfectionist firstborn personality. And yeah. for me, having mm-hmm. that, it led to 20 years of negative body image, abusing my body, 10 years of bulimia, because your perfectionism can kind of like take a left and go yeah. into a place that's not good and nothing is ever good enough. And then you, yeah, birth order. It's it, its a thing. I, when you yeah. started talking, I was like, there's no chance you're firstborn."
2: Oh no, no, <laughs> for sure. Um, and I I, I, I definitely, I will say too, like, I think that there's hints of that too with only children because yeah. they grow up really quickly because they're spoken to and, you know, um, but yeah, I definitely, my, now my sister, technically she's the middle child, but she is the, the hyper-vigilant type A, Mm. um, like, but, but we have a different family dynamic. Like, my brother was never around, so I think that that's really why she, like, she was the oldest. Yeah, but she's into, like, fitness and food, like, really, (laughs) because I think that those are things that she can absolutely control. She knows the (laughs) outcome, um, Yes. and my best friend who is an only child is the same way like she is very hypervigilant like she needs to be doing something where i'm like i can sit down and binge watch netflix <laughs> no problem i mean <laughs> i prefer to have the laundry running but like like it's running right now <laughs> I Good do. For you. look at you mine isn't i know like, i wish well my therapist I could be like that My therapist has taught me, like, always look out for the future me, so that has actually made me a lot more proactive, where I'm like, Mm -hmm. wow, future me is going to, like, high-five past me for, you know, like, filling the water in the Keurig tonight instead
1: of waiting (laughs) till tomorrow. That is so interesting because that's what like my therapist is like, you don't need to do all these things. But I said, the reason I have this list to write down is because once it's written down, it's not on my brain anymore. And she's like, you can go to bed with dishes in the sink. And I said, I can't, because then tomorrow, tomorrow me will wake up. And the first thing I see, it's like, I'm already at a deficit. because You're going to piss future you (laughs) off. I'm trying to set up future me, but she's Mm -hmm. like, you don't need to. She said, I'm not allowed to clean the playroom more than once a day, which I realize how psycho that sounds, but I feel better when there's order. And when I walk by that playroom and it looks like literally like a tornado, they dump bins and it just looks like, I have to clean it up. It just makes me feel better. And the first week she's like, your first thing that you're gonna get, like you cannot clean the playroom unless at the end of the day. And I was like, "I I have to. And she's like, I said, if I see it, she goes, don't walk by it. And I'm thinking like, I'm not gonna be able to do it. The house needs to be clean. And that exercise taught me it's not about clean. It's about things accomplished. I I was fine not cleaning the playroom, but I would not be fine if I left an item on my checklist that was not checked off. So it's not having a clean house. It's feeling like I accomplished things. Shut up, Nicole. I see you talking about my playroom. Yeah, I can't. I I seriously, it makes me, and I'm like, I can really, people are going to be like, you are a psychopath. But I- if I clean, I don't, I can't sit and watch Netflix unless my entire, that level of the house is, that I can see is like immaculate to the mm-hmm. point where like, if I miss something and I'm watching something and I see something on the floor, my therapist is like, do you have to go get it? And I was like, I, d- I do. Like is, when there's a commercial, I'm gonna go get it. And then I'll be like, and she's like, well, you're going to like an OCD type thing and your anxiety, if it's not checked, She's like you're going to be like missing work because you're at home like doing the doorknob 7 times. I was going to okay. say you're going
2: to start like tapping the, <laughs> the know. outlets and stuff.
1: But I I'm honest, I don't feel I can't relax and like watch housewives if everything is not put away. And I it's just I do it for I clean it so that I can relax. And she's like it shouldn't be, but I don't I don't want to be that way anymore. And she like I probably should leave dish- dishes in the sink, but like you said, future me is gonna come down and be like, "Damn it!" Like first yeah. thing in the morning, I'm already like, if I right. come down to like an immaculate kitchen, I feel like I'm setting up future me to be like, "Yeah, look at this." Thing. Like, I mean, they're gonna destroy right. it. I have a five and a two year old, but it makes me feel, I guess, in control. Like we were talking about with your do sister. You, like,
2: do you hold your kids to that standard though? Like, no, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, are you like really like? Like, their rooms have to be in, like, tip-top shape, or they have to make their beds. I do it. Or...
1: They are, because I do it when they go to school, because it makes me feel better. They don't. No. And I, I'm scared. It's interesting you said that, that my daughter, who is the firstborn, is going to mm-hmm. beat like, <laughs> we went to parent-teacher comp. I'm sorry. Like, you're, like, my therapist. I'm sorry. No, I'm here <laughs> for it. I
2: love therapy. I love it. I love learning about people. Let me Seriously, talk more about you tell story.
1: me more. We went, you're, you should be one. We went to parent-teacher conferences, and obviously they're two different grades, so they're two different teachers, both teachers. We sit there, and they're like, if I could just get your child to slow down. It's like, they're getting this, then they're over here. And I just, like, put my hands on my face, and I was like, it's me. Like, I'm always like, it's bath time, and come on, go. and like, But why is it bath time right now? And Why does it stress me out if we're not doing things right at the time? And right. I, I, I haven't got to a point where I can stop being that way yet. Like it'll be fine if we get a bath in 20 minutes, but I'm always like yelling at them to like, we, I need things to be progressing. We can't just have like downtime. And I hate right. that about myself, but yeah. that's how I am. Is your husband that way too? Like, no, the opposite.
2: Like, is he, he's, he's the I'm M.T. Running. or Yang?
1: <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I've learned through therapy too. She's like, He always, like, I don't know where he is. Is like, like, I'll say something. He's, like, looking at me. I'm like, what is that? And she said, someone like me, whose baseline is 150 miles an hour, Mm -hmm. in a relationship with someone like him, she's like, you can come off as a little, like, oppressive, almost like a, and I was like, yeah. Every time I, like, say his name, he's like, and I, I I what is it now? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm always, and I was like, whoa, like, that, I don't want to be, I don't want my husband, to like when I say his name to be like, oh shit, like here she comes. Like I, so I I don't want to be like that, but I've just learned so much about myself. Like I, I can't go to bed if everything's not immaculate, checked off the list. And I think it's because I have guilt about being a stay at home mom and I don't go to work. So it's like, what did you do today? And and my therapist is like, is he saying that to you? And I was like, no, but I would say it to my, if I were him, I'd be like, I come home, be like, "What did you? What did you do today?" Like, I did the dishwasher. I did all the. It's like my, but it's for me because he doesn't right. question it, right? But yeah. I, I wouldn't feel like I'm contributing enough. And now that I have this, he's like, "You can get help." And I'm like, "I'm going to get help when I'm at home." Like it's all about like how I'm perceived as like. A mom, like I see other moms that don't have a nanny and they're doing all the things, so I got to do all the things, and my house has to. But like, are they
2: really doing all the things? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's great. I think that, that's great. I think that there's a there's a difference between like the perception, especially when you're you know a, an influencer or in the public eye, like filters and yeah. Like I have a shit ton of makeup on right now. I don't normally look like this at all. Yeah. I only did it because I have an ad that I have to post in a couple. You know, like yeah. I and my that. house is clean because my kids only here fifty percent of the time. So <laughs>
1: yeah, we need a- it. She's seven. She's seven. Yeah. She's yeah. Seven. So is that a hard thing for her to like? How did you talk to her about the separation? Because I didn't even know you were separated.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, literally, it's been one month uh, since I moved out. So I um,
1: wait. You moved out, and he's in the house. I moved
2: out. Yeah. Yeah. It like genuinely, I miss my house like crazy. Yeah. um but i just couldn't afford it like I, I could not afford the mortgage and all of the utilities like this is a two-bedroom apartment you know it's, it's nothing yeah. fancy by yeah. any means um but so telling her it was i i definitely had a lot of anxiety leading up to it um i mm-hmm. did a lot of research i'm in this like phase of my life where knowledge is power and I'm going to listen to every podcast and read every article and, you know, research, 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 because that's my anxiety. My anxiety is I'm going to overthink and overprepare myself Mm -hmm. so that any outcome I'm ready. Like, so, um, Mm. I will say like the best thing that I did was I bought, um, my daughter likes slime and putty. Yeah, i hate it like i hate <laughs> slime i really it's not allowed in my house i can't stand it um putty i don't mind but i got her that like aaron's i don't know the brand it, aaron's aaron's crazy putty i don't know But they make a putty that is lavender-scented, and it's supposed Mm. to be, like, a calming.
1: Nice.
2: So I got her that. Um, I started therapy before all of that, and my therapist just happens to also be a former guidance counselor at a school, so she was really helpful with giving me tips. My best friend is also a child um, psychologist. My sister is a therapist. Like, I just... Therapy is, like, all up in my life. Um, So I really... I really tried to educate myself as much as possible and she's sad, um, but yeah. she's excited about two bedrooms and she's excited about, you know, just kind of, I think that she likes the one-on-one between, you know, when she's with her dad, she gets his time and yeah. with me. Um, so yeah, it's been working out. Okay. And the other thing too, is like, her pickup drop off is her bus stop, so she still sees him every day. Um well she school let out last Thursday, but we pretty much still see each other every day. Um so yeah, yeah. it hasn't been too bad. And we've had a great support system. We don't have any family that lives close by. Um, so like our neighbors and friends have all really stepped up and, and made sure that she can go to them if she needs to and Wow. I, I could not have asked for a better, you know, transition with everything. But yeah, it's it's just like a very weird time in my life right now and yeah. trying to relearn things. And, um, you know, I think like even going to the grocery store, the first time I went to the grocery store and I didn't have to worry about like, well, he doesn't like this. So I'm not going to like, <laughs> like, I was just like, I like that. So I'm going to get it because it's going to go in my front, you know, it's just that kind of stuff. Uh But also I need, um, I will say that we're talking about mom guilt. So one of the biggest mom guilts that I have is when I see other people that like go on vacation or they're not with their children and they're like, I miss them so much. I I feel so guilty for being gone. I don't, that doesn't happen (laughs) to me. I know. Like I love my daughter. I would, I would do anything for her. I would lay down my
1: life for that child. But I'm like, Bye. (laughs) I, the hour that I get when they go to bed, I look forward to that hour that no one is on me Mm -hmm. and nobody says it. So thank you for saying it. And I love them. And I know they're going to be there at some point during the night. Exactly. They go down. They're going to make it to me and we're going to be fine. But I, that's what I look forward to because it's hard. You need that. And like, Mm -hmm. how has your mental health been? It's been more positive, like since the separation, or has it been harder on you because you're like processing that? um it's definitely been better like a lot Good. better like Good. significantly
2: better um, yeah. i have my sad days i have my angry days um but like i said my i'm still calling him my husband cuz we're still married um but we we're very copacetic and we right. seem to get along better now than we did before i think that the pressure's off um to try and like make everything perfect and put on this you know happy face and Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just, my mental health is better, but I think a lot of that too is going to therapy and learning the grounding techniques that I've been learning and all of that stuff. Um, like now we're talking about like inner child stuff, which is so weird to me, but I understand, like, I get it. It makes sense, but it's just, I've never heard of that stuff. So yeah, we're, we're deep diving with my, my therapy.
1: I'm only like two months in for therapy. Like I do it every week. So I feel like I can like speak on it now, but we're not, but I had a, it's the same person I talked about before a hypnotist on. Mm -hmm. And she was like, we are all, we all have an inner eight year old. And -hmm. it's funny how close your daughter is to that age. She's like, remember yourself at eight. She's like, that's who every person inherently is. And she was telling me like for the podcast, she's like, if you ever have like a big guest on and you're feeling anxious, everyone is eight. And, like, you you want what you want, and you don't want to, like, share. And mm-hmm. you just kind of learn to conform to, like, society and be like, oh, sure, thanks so much. Like, I'd love to share this with you. But you don't want to. And your inner 8-year-old is your actual self. Like, that's who you'll always be. And mm-hmm. society just makes us act differently. So she's like, you should never be nervous about talking to somebody. Everybody is inherently an, their 8-year-old self. You yeah. want what you want. You don't want to share. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, yeah. so when things aren't fair, you want to just, like, throw a fit and and my daughter's five and a half, but, like, I, I see how she is. I mean, just meltdowns. And she's, like, that's mm-hmm. how you just learn not to do that anymore. But that's how every person is. Like, they're inherently, like, this eight-year-old self yeah. just in an older body. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, your inner child. Like, yeah. But I never yeah. thought about that before. But inner child
2: I, is, um, like, a big thing, I guess. What was? I said inner children are, like, a, yeah, like a big I thing. So. I, well,
1: I didn't know I that. Didn't ask you. This is like, I was gonna ask you all the things that I saw you like going through what everybody asks you all the time about having a child, but how triggering now, like if somebody's like, why don't you have another? Well, actually I'm separated. Like how do you, how does someone ask you something like that not knowing your situation? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it's so shitty of someone to just, well, then you're gonna be like, well, I'm, I'm not with my husband anymore. Like people just ask things like, oh, you didn't have another one? And it's like, they have no idea what you're going through. Right. And how um, that triggered you.
2: Like- so, like, I can honestly say that I have had a very different experience than a lot of my followers. Um, I, again, like, my family dynamic is very weird. Um, to give you the very cliff's notes version, yeah, my, yeah, my mom and dad adopted my brother Um And then they adopted my sister, like, however many years later. They're not related Um, because they didn't think that they could have children. And then Uh I was the oops. So um, there's a 10-year difference between me and my sister. And my brother, I I genuinely, I don't know how old he is because (laughs) he's just never been at, like, he was running out of the the house by the time. Yeah, there's a huge age gap. Uh, may, we'll say 16 years, 17 years older than me. So my sister was out of the house um, by the time I was seven or eight, you know? So mm-hmm. I was basically raised as an only child. Um, mm-hmm. And then my best friend is an only child and we grew up down the street from each other. So she's like my my sister from another mister. Um, mm mm-hmm. So I had a lot and oh, and my sister had an only child, like she has one child. So I, I've there's just never been an issue like my uncle, one child, my wow. other uncle, one like it's there's a lot of only children in our family. Yeah. So family wise, they were all pretty supportive. Now, my in-laws are another story. They were, you know, what are you having more? Um, and same with my friends. Like our circle of friends have been pretty supportive, but we also went on to see our friends continuing to have more babies. Where it was like, yeah. no,
1: no, like we're not. <laughs> you um, knew it. You weren't. And yeah. people were like, "Oh, you'll yeah, change your mind sometime." You're like, "No, I won't."
2: No. Um, so <laughs> I personally like the people in my life don't ask me that question. And right. I will say that the only people that have ever asked me that
1: question are complete strangers. Like. Who have no idea what you're going no. through and how triggering that question can be. What if right. you lost a baby? What if you were that exactly. tr- you've been trying for years and it's like, oh, because I know people that have been. It's like, what well, God are you going to give them a sibling? It's like, right. I cringe because I'm like, you don't even know nope. where you're going with that.
2: Nope. But I will say too that I truly, like to my core, do not think that people have any type of ill intent when they ask that question. I think that society has instilled in us that more is better. And honestly, the only people that don't get asked questions about having other children are the people like you that have one of each. If you have a boy and you have a girl, you're not going to hear that question.
1: That's so true. Are you going to try
2: for the boy? Exactly. If you have two boys, are you going to try for the girl? If you have two girls, it doesn't matter. Like, people are always wanting more. Um, And I even, my one friend, Ariana Bradford, she had said that she has a boy and a girl. And then people started asking her, well, when are you going to get a dog? Like (laughs) It'll never end. It just, it's always more. I think that people are just,
1: you know. And the people, more and more and like, more, more. They don't. I think you're right. It's not like ill will. It's just like, oh my God, aren't right. they lonely? But like from what I know about your daughter, no one is a stranger to her, and she's not lonely at all. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Right. Oh my yeah. gosh! I so
2: I have the funniest thing to say that I think is really important. Really quickly, I don't want to. <laughs> yes. like, I don't want to go on a tangent, but no, I've said it a lot, and I have to like continue saying it. My right. daughter there is no such thing as stranger danger with her. Like none there. It doesn't exist. I tried to like explain it to her. So I ended up shifting. Um, and so we're no longer like stranger danger. We are like, if anyone grabs you, you bite, you fight, you, you know, like, so anyone that has an outgoing child that is, you know, like, everybody's friend, and especially with adults. Like I said, my daughter really relates to adults. She loves being around adults. She likes talking to adults. Um, Yeah, I had to, like, shift that train of thought for myself as, because... Like, let me tell you, if someone has free puppies written on the side of their van, my daughter is You're there.
1: Going, <laughs> right, and you think of it like, oh, she's just so friendly to everyone that you don't think about, like, whoa, nope. like, she needs yep. to be, she needs to fear some people.
2: Yeah, um, like, let's not forget the anxiety, which is like, the worst thing ever is going to happen to my child, and I don't know what to, you know, like. Yes, yes. So yes, yes. Um, almost no, she, them she the door. is, she's not a stranger to anybody and you know, she, she mm-hmm. does ask for a sibling every now and again. And then we go around our friends that have siblings and then she's like, Oh,
1: maybe I don't want a sibling because you know, she, she gets on the attention. attention. Like my right. daughter, I feel like would trade my son in today because like <laughs> it, I, on one hand they play together and it's great. And I see that, but like it, he's so like loving he's too and he'll, he'll just like announce he's Like Mom, I'm going to give you a hug. And before he can make it to me, she'll come and sit on my lap. And it's like, I was like, oh my, just let him, she can't stand what she wants to be the one mm-hmm. and have all the attention. Same with my husband's attention. So I feel like if she was, a, I don't think she'd be asking her <laughs> a little brother, like she wants to be, but she's very shy and very introvert. Mm. I mean, once, I mean, she sings Disney songs all day. Like if you know her, but like meeting someone it's like, yeah. I, and I worry about her inheriting my anxiety cause it is uh, genetic. And Mm -hmm. she is very cautious about things, but she's also the firstborn, and I just don't want her to turn into me. But I think she wouldn't be lonely. She would love having my undivided attention and my husband's undivided attention Mm -hmm. and just be, like, living life and be happy about it. And it sounds like your daughter, I didn't even know she asked. It was like, she just, this is her normal. She's got everyone's attention and she's living her best life.
2: I I think that this year in first grade is the most that she has asked. Like, that's... Oh. And I think because she was literally the only, only child in her whole class. Like, so when they did like the, you know, who has brothers and sisters? Like she's like, but I don't, (laughs) I don't think that she really wants it. And again, like we are a different situation. Um, We don't have family that lives nearby. So Mm -hmm. I have made it a point to really reach out to our neighborhood, like our neighbors, we have a great bond with our neighbors. That's how I grew up, being really close with the kids in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my best friend and I literally grew up a couple houses down from each other in Massachusetts. We used to live in Massachusetts. Our family still live there a couple houses down from each other, but we both live in Pennsylvania now. So like, yeah. you know, she's um, there. yeah. And her youngest daughter is only one month older than my daughter.
1: Perfect. Um, yeah. Sister. So it's
2: just it's yeah it's very you know
1: what we planned when we were seven and eight so what you didn't plan was the pandemic and I was thinking about your role in the pandemic if she can't have any friends over like entertaining her like how was a year of like quarantine with an only child on um
2: I so I was thinking about this Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I can honestly say that I felt like I got closer with my daughter through the pandemic. Um, We were really fortunate because our school opened. She's been in person in school the whole school year. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, There were like a few times that they did have to close down and, but they were really um, vigilant about like keeping, you know, the yep. classes stayed together and everyone was six feet apart and, you know, like ma- she wore a mask all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was just different to her and all of that started when she was in kindergarten. Um, it was virtual for kindergarten. So with that being said, um, when we were like locked down last year when she was in kindergarten and it was virtual, mm-hmm. um, I didn't totally mind it because I think that we all got to kind of play a role that some of us don't get to play, like, which is, you know, um, like Betty homemaker and like, I get to, you know, cook (laughs) dinner and I get to clean up and, you know, like just kind of not worrying about like having to go and do all the things, just being able to really like hone in on your house and, and your family. Um, And at the time too so my job i am his i'm my boss's only employee so he was able to get that stipend or whatever they did where it was like they basically paid me full-time hours and i was working like two hours a day just because there was nothing for me to do yeah um so yeah i really enjoyed that part but i also had to get kind of creative with what we were doing because another thing that brings me a lot of mom guilt is I don't like to play. Like... <laughs> no, it does. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sure people do like to play, but no, I, I don't either. Playing sucks. <laughs> playing is not fun to me.
1: I am not a child. I, what like, is she I, into I just, right now? Is it doll? Is it like uh, Barbie? Like, what is she? what does she want to play? I mean, so I,
2: luckily I've kind of steered her. <laughs> <laughs> she plays what I want to play, damn it. Just play what I want to play. Um, <laughs> We're both really artistic, so like we really like doing chalk outside mm-hmm. and play doh. I'm okay with play doh, but like board games, <laughs> Not funny. like I don't want to play Candy Land 25 times in a
1: row. The game sucks. The game sucks. Like, is it all? Is it just because you don't enjoy it, or like for me, I am, I hate that I can't turn off my work side, like my brand mm-hmm. and my things I have to do, and I. And thinking about the things that I could be doing or that I need to knock out and I can't fully be present building a dinosaur castle. And I hear myself and I hate that about myself. But, Mm. and I feel guilty about it. And then every night I'm like cognizant of it. And I like pray, like, just, I just need to be present tomorrow. Like I'm missing this. I was home in a quarantine with a two-year-old son that just wants to hug me. And soon Um, he's not even going to want to be around me. Be present. But I don't, I can't because there's so many things to do. So it's more like, I mean, I don't want to play, but it's more yeah, like, like the things that could also. be getting done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's where I like. I don't have time to play. Like the, the dishes and the you know, like I don't. There's no time. I mean, I would, I, I would much prefer doing dishes over like building a fort.
2: <laughs> um, because I, I suck at building forts. Yeah, like I. Uh, but I honestly like. I just came up with a schedule of like this is what we're doing throughout the day and like. Oh. Um. Shoots and Ladders also sucks. That game goes <laughs> on forever. That game literally just keeps going. It just keeps going. Um, no, but I mean, I, 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 again, like I think I had it really easy. And it's not a matter of how many children I had, you know, because some people have more than one kid. And it was easy for them to be like, just go play. I don't want to, you know, go go deal with your sibling. Um, but also yeah. I didn't have to worry about fights and, you know, making two meals and stuff like that. Sharing,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, but you know what I did, that brings me to something else. Like if she never had to share and she's yeah. not used to just playing with what she wants, was that ever an issue? And when you say like, she likes talking to adults when she did go to school, was it ever an issue? Like now I have to share and now I have to talk to kids and I'm not used to that.
2: Um, yes and no. I mean, again, like I've just, she's been in daycare her whole life. So she's been around other children and, um, because that was important to me. Like even I've, for a lot of her life, I've worked part time. Um, so even for those, you know, four or five hours a day, like just going and being with other kids was important to me. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, she still doesn't like to share that. Like, I don't even like to but share. What kid does. Sex, You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. <laughs>
1: right? Because <Yeah. laughs> we're all just—we're all our. Yeah, we're all and eight. No one likes yeah. <laughs> and I, what does she got? But I mean, she's puffs. she's
2: okay overall, but it does take a while to get her there. Yeah. Even I like—I have to give her the look sometimes when we're we're at friends because it's like, you know, like you know better. Um. So I. The other thing too is, and this is where i differ from some other parents of only children is like i have really instilled independence on my daughter i am not into clinginess i am not into whining i am not into like i'm not your bitch. i'm sorry but like i will do again i will bend over backwards and do what i can but like if you're gonna ask me for a snack when you know exactly where they are and i make them easily accessible to you right like no we're not gonna play that game you know so now my husband's a whole other story. She has him wrapped right around her little finger, as most girls do with their dads. Um, but yeah, I, I just I've I've really tried to instill as much independence in her as possible because I'm not always going to be there. And yes. um, I think it's definitely a double edged sword because <laughs> you know now she knows better.
1: Yeah, but I think she can just like, do
2: everything yeah. on her own.
1: Um, The way that my daughter talks to me at five, I'm like, how is 14 even going to, like, and my husband's like, oh, you two, like, the way, like, I Mm -hmm. feel like she sasses me now, Mm -hmm. and I do everything for them. I'm horrible at just letting them learn and just, I, my, my daughter, like, the first one, my mom's like, she should probably be using a fork now, and feeding her, I don't know how many months old, and then I just, like, put a fork down and she started eating, and I was like, yeah. Like, I'm horrible about just letting them figure things out. I just do everything. It's mo- mainly because I want it done, and I know I can do it fast. Like, putting on their shoes, mm-hmm. buttoning up their clothes. I'm like, come on, and I just do it for them. And I know that's not what I'm supposed to do, but right. I'm anxious all the time. I know. Uh, it's just I need to do better with that. I want to – you do – so you have a full-time job, and then your blog – like, this is – that's not your job. You have a job, and then you have this, or you have – um, so yeah, I have a job and then I have this. So. How do you balance that? Because I just have this in my mm-hmm. kids and I can't shut off one. I'm guilty. I feel guilty about not being with my kids when I'm doing one. And when I'm playing shoot, shoots and Ladders, I'm thinking about my brand and yeah. I only have, so you've got three things to juggle. Like how do you do it like at night, set out exactly where you're going to do it every hour during your day? And cause I haven't gotten to that yet. Or how do you balance all three of those? Um, well, I mean, I do other stuff on the
2: side too.
0: <laughs> like oh I God. do
2: other pages. Um, do you? Yeah. So Ooh. I haven't I post done. All of them. I haven't done my pages, but like I do, like a salon needed help with their Instagram Ooh. page, and like a local salon. So yeah. Um. I, honestly, Erin, like, I don't really. I, I think that when I started, here's how things went. I started this page because um, I pride myself in being really authentic. I don't like feeling like I am like pulling wool over anyone's eyes. Yeah, and I love that. I could not for the life of me find any parenting memes about one child. Like everything was like my kids, my children, like oh. even word like the word memes, and anything any type of meme was about kids plural. plural. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to share it, but I was like, I only have one kid. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So then I like looked on Instagram to see, you know, if there was anything and there wasn't. Um, And I needed an artistic outlet. uh, So I just started making memes, but I never intended this page to be what it is. I just wanted to like, if you look back, which is really, that's two years ago, my memes are like, when my kid says, or like, it's a, it's just one meme or one kid, you know? And then- Did you
1: say two years? You've only been doing this for two years and two that's years, the yeah. following that you have got? I mean, Some I ago, feel like- Hang it up. I'm just yeah, I, fe- I feel like now. TikTok,
2: I feel like TikTok has, has ruined numbers, honestly. Like it's not, I don't really think it's about the numbers anymore. Just between you me and you. Filled
1: it in two years. Well, I, I'm starting to figure that out. And like this, I could do a whole show on this. Some yeah. people have figured out the algorithm and their content. I, I don't understand it. It's like, if I post something, it's going to be something you get like a motivational quote, a workout, a recipe, something like, I'm not just going to mm-hmm. post a picture of myself and say, happy Monday, because right. why would anybody care about that? But the people, right. I see people doing that. They're always at the top of my feed. They are growing exponentially. And I'm like, I'm not going to sell out and do that. I want to be authentic and give something. Like, I talk a lot about all my eating disorder past and, like, how I Mm. came out of that. And I want – that's what I want the page to be. But it doesn't grow. And I see the people that are growing. I'm like, they have figured out something. Mm -hmm. And, like, you're following. I was like, maybe she started it a long time ago. You're just, like, busting that theory because two years and what you have now, geez.
2: But – I think, again, like it's a very specific niche, like it's very specific. And I was able to fill something that didn't exist. And that's why it took off as much as it did. And like I said, my intention was never for this page to be what it is. And I could not be happier with what it is like. I mean, I am just floored with the community, with the support, with the people. other content creators, but also parents that follow me. And, and you know, yeah. I make it a point to try and respond to everybody that messages me. And that's sometimes a little daunting, um, yeah. but I still just want to show people like, I'm not some famous person. <laughs> My one friend, she was like, so what does it feel like? Do people like stop you and like <laughs> like ask? And I was like, nobody knows who I am.
1: Like I'm nobody, Hi, You're I'm- a famous mom blogger to me. Like this was a big get for me getting you. You think I so? Like, I was looking at your stuff, though. You've had, like, major people on your podcast. Like, maybe like, do Tiffany that. Jenkins. Is, like, whoa. First of all, that she was episode one. And I pitched That's her, still. and when she was like, yeah, I'd love to win, I was like, <laughs> I was not expecting her to say yes. And it was, like, the most authentically, like, she shared about her suicide attempt. And it was, like, this mm-hmm. episode that, just fell in, I did reach out to her, but I reached out to everyone. But you know what happened? Mm-hmm. Like Amanda, as soon as I got Tiffany, whenever I want a mom blogger, I'm just be honest. I'm like, here's a recent episode with Tiffany Jenkins. And people are like, well shit, Tiffany Jenkins right. did it. This girl's legit, but I did that in every niche. So a mm-hmm. trainer, I did Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian's trainer was on, she's on the show all the time, so people know her. So now when I want a trainer, here's a recent episode with Melissa Alcantara. <laughs> you Jenkins. just get a big yeah. name, real housewife. Teddy Mellencamp. So once I got her, yes, it's hard to get the one. And I'm always like ecstatic when I get that one. But then if I want somebody in that niche, I'm like, here's this. And then they're like, it's credibility Mm -hmm. because my problem is like, I don't want it to be like, I'm not growing. Mm -hmm. I need like more followers. I want my message to get out there. And I feel like Mm -hmm. it's not going anywhere because nobody sees it. And with my podcast, I can get these guests if I have more credibility. If somebody's like, I, I pitch someone and they're like, she doesn't have any following. Like, why would, why would I waste my time? So I get annoyed that I can't grow because then I don't have more credibility to get the people. Cause I feel like they look at me and they're like this little blogger and I can't. Hey, you have
2: 20,000 followers. That's not little. In two years though. And you, what do you have? 90 in two years? 80, like, I, almost 80. <laughs> four but but like I said, I mean, I think, I think, I think that people, I think content creators in general, focus a lot on that number. And I really think that the numbers you should be focusing on are the likes on your posts, the the conversations that are going on in your feed. Like, like those are things that are really important because it's not always about getting more people. Like, okay, I have almost 80,000 followers, but... Probably seventy five percent of them don't even look at my page. Like, you know what I mean? And that you want the interaction and the engagement, right? Like, I that's great. The number's awesome, but like, I I really want again. Like,
1: your goal is to get your your brand out, to get your vibe out. You know what yes. I mean? Like you, have you can com- you can make a comeback at thirty seven after right. living with bulimia and anorexia and depression Absolutely. for 20 years that's my message but if nobody i think too like honestly i work so hard on like my content and like mm-hmm. you put something out there and it doesn't go anywhere and it's just like it's frustrating because it's your brand and you want to see it go somewhere and it's kind of right. just like you see these other accounts just exploding and they're always at the top of my feet and i've asked people that i know follow my page or like, no, I didn't see that one. They have to like, go to my see I mean, go to my mm, profile. That's frustrating. To be- it's frustrating. that, that it happens more. to me too. It happens to me too, but it ebbs
2: and flows. Like sometimes you'll see, I have like over 5,000 likes on a post in a week. And then like the next week it's like, I'm, a, I'm lucky if I break a thousand. So it's, it just, it's ebbs and flows. But I think honestly, just like a, a tidbit is, I yep. try to stay active in my stories because that keeps you up at the top.
1: Me too. But that's a yeah. thing like all the, I'm waiting for someone to tell me something that I'm like, aha. Cause somebody's like, use reels. I do all the reels, recipes, or like lip sync things. Then I do enjoy doing that. And I, and they'll do well, but like I don't, I don't feel like anybody's seeing it. And maybe I'm just, and, and when you put so much into your brand, you just want to see growth yeah. to kind of like legitimize like your, why you're doing this. Like it's just yeah. like some days I'm like the person that's just in a bathing suit or doing the same TikTok a million times in just different outfits and are growing. It makes me like, just be like, well, obviously I'm not right. doing the right thing, but I'm not going to sell out. And so I'm just going to like stay where I'm at. But I do want you to know like what you were saying, my book, which I self published mm-hmm. makes it to people. It had no marketing behind it, but it makes it to yeah. people that are like, that should have gotten it, and they're like, "You're the only person that I've ever told that I was bulimic." Not even my husband. Like, thank you for sharing, and that I cannot tell you how much it means to me. Exactly. Like those messages, but there, there's a few. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. I mean,
2: honestly, though, people. I think I think that those few messages make it's the difference. Really. You know, it, it really is. It's like it makes I, I get it. it. It's daunting as shit. It's it's a lot, yeah. um, and I don't I don't disagree. It does have something to do with algorithms. Um, but I also think that it's just about consistency and authenticity. Like those are just the two biggest things. And if you're doing that, you Damn. should be very proud of yourself and okay. your accomplishment.
1: <laughs> you didn't spell out. <laughs> like seriously, you should be Amanda, super proud of yourself. I'll you next week in a bikini, like happy Monday, call my ass out. Cause I'm not going to do it, but I know but that's how other people are growing. And it makes me mad. Like, I feel like Instagram should reward fire content and like mm-hmm. something that like people are like, Oh my God. Yes. Like preach. Like, yes. And I work on it. And then I, like a beautiful picture and like they, nobody sees. And then the people that like, they don't even have to try, but I did say that to somebody and she's like, they've already done the work. Like, right. Somebody that has a million followers can just be like, happy Monday. And that's all they have to say. Exactly. They got there. And I was like that. Okay. So maybe no, that's I'm true. Just, I got to pay my dues longer. Well, and that was kind of like
2: where I was going with my stuff is that once I hit a certain number, it's like the page just kind of runs itself. I just post things that make me laugh and what I think is relatable. And,
1: but there's like levels, like I follow so many mom accounts and I'm like, oh, that's cute or something. Like I laugh out loud, like we're the same. Like sometimes right. I will be laughing out loud at a TikTok and I'll like send it to one of my sisters and I'm like, be... and I'm like, oh, like you and I have the same. Right. <laughs> the TikToks you share, like
0: we-
2: Oh my God, they're so, so I weird. I share the weirdest stuff. No. Even some I... people will message me and be like, what did I just watch? And I'm like, just laugh. It doesn't matter. Just laugh at it. I know. If you don't like and it, then, just like, go the
1: next one i do them so like if i find one that i laugh at or like amy schumer put po- it i want amy schumer to do my podcast so anytime she posts i'm gonna learn it and i'm gonna put it out there and she shares them and then i'm like oh amy schumer shared another one i'm gonna blow up no that's awesome. nothing no. nothing happened. i know well <laughs> that's because right, people but I enjoy it
2: yeah it's i mean honestly like it's weird when mm. like in in for the content creators on um, the mommy meme side of things like Mm -hmm. being shared by scary mommy is like i know up there right yeah um like i've been shared by them a few
1: times which is is an honor it's great but i get like "Mm, 15 followers like it's nothing i'm so glad you said that i so i write and i've written for scary mommy three times i they got picked up and i was like this is it like the same thing like amy schumer this is it i've arrived nothing like nothing changed yeah with that and I'm just thinking like if you're in front of all the and I got likes and stuff but it's like nobody followed it like they liked my article but it didn't equate to, and then you just get frustrated because it's like what I spend so much time on content that I feel like mm-hmm. no the holy grail for sure but for it sure. didn't grow either of us no so but then I, you think I will see like hilarious things on scary mommy and I'm sure that they say like sh- courtesy of I don't go and follow that account exactly just, that's what I mean like people don't people no. don't
2: go on to click I mean no I, it's scary it's, mommy gets the like scary mommy exactly gets the like this is yep. hilarious and you share and that's, with someone that's, up, that's, and what that's what, that's what a happens with famous people although I will say there are some famous people like that are really <laughs> good about crediting and that I did get a bunch of followers from Oh. So it's And it's a, who are those? I, mean, <laughs> I, will. <laughs> I will say, like the number one is Cam Wimberly, who oh, from she's Southern, from the Southern Charm. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, That's
1: a but, funny comment. <laughs> she follows fifty um, yeah, people. In I four just years like,
2: I, I just I used to get really frustrated with everything and I just kind of was like, I'm not doing this for the numbers. I'm doing it to
1: make people laugh. I'm doing it to make myself laugh. And you know- I promise I'm doing it for that. And I enjoy it. And when you said you needed a creative outlet, like if Mm -hmm. I didn't have anything to work on or post, I would be depressed. Like, I love this. And I feel like adrenaline when I put out a blog Mm -hmm. post is crazy. Like it's something for me. And I think just, being so passionate about it and not seeing it grow any business. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know if I was selling hot dogs outside and nobody was like, you just want to see your business grow. And when it doesn't, and everyone else seems to be, but again, it's like, don't compare yourself to somebody that's been doing it 10 years, but you and I have been doing it the same and I'm like blown away, but you're so relatable. And I, I look forward to your post. And I like, I follow a lot of mom accounts and things are like, I'm like, that's cute. But like, you're so on like I would repost something that you did like we're very mm-hmm. so I, I enjoy that so I like accounts that are and you're like raw and authentic and they're, it's not like I'm a pretty bolder up. yeah <laughs> that's fine some of my TikToks that I do I'm like I can't put that on my page because like that's not my brand <laughs> but like I will I'll put it on TikTok which I also don't grow on TikTok even when Amy Schumer like I was getting so many texts from my family like you're on Amy Schumer's page right now and I was like but then like, I'm like, Oh my God, I woke up in the morning, not nothing, but she, now she sees my messages and she sees my, like I shared one of hers last night. She didn't share it. And I was like, she's either sick of my ass lip syncing all her stuff, but she shares some of them. And it makes me mm-hmm. feel like I'm staying on her. Cause that's who I want to podcast. So absolutely. <laughs> I'm staying. You go for that gold and, girl. You <laughs> go for that gold. As soon as she posts something, I'm like, I'm going to learn this. And I have a gift. I lip syncing is I can learn something. You are very I mean, I wish, good at lip syncing. You are I wish very I powers, good at it. But I, can, you don't, I can't even tell you how fast I learn it. I wish I could have more of powers that were, like, into more positive things than lip syncing. But, like, I can watch something and, like, kind of learn it and, mm-hmm. and knock it out and put it out there. And then people are like, just share it. It's content. I mean, when Amy shares them, it's very exciting. But Absolutely. I don't grow, and, but I, do, I truly enjoy learning a TikTok, learning like a lipstick, nailing it, because it takes like finally like, getting it and sending yeah. it out. And then it's just, like TikTok, I think I've made, I don't even have 5,000 on TikTok, and I get like 30 views on my posts. <laughs> and I will like nail a lipstick. I have like 300 on TikTok. <laughs> um... This is another thing, and I'm going to stop bitching about this because it's been an hour. I will see people do the same sound, like the same lip sync. Mm-hmm it's off. It's off. Like, the I when off. And, and then they, they get like thousands, like 25,000. It's yeah. like viral. And I'm like, I nailed that one and nothing. So what are they doing? And they're right. like viral on something that they didn't even, it wasn't even lined up lip sync. And I sound like such a little brat right now. Like it's not fair, but no, it's just a strong lip sync. And you went viral and I worked and didn't post it until I had it perfect. It is nothing. It yeah. sucks.
2: I, I get it. Trust like, me. That's why I don't do TikTok because I don't feel like competing <laughs> with 20-something-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, if I, I know. think something's funny, I'm going to do it and I'll share it and whatever, but I'm doing it for me, but I'm never... I'm not good with lighting. I'm not good with dances. I'm not good with lip-syncing. Like, I just... It's just not my jam. I love TikTok, though. Like, I love I know. <laughs> tiktok i just me love too. how i love how
1: creative people are and how funny people are like i know i cry laughing that my husband is like and my sisters like we don't you and i have the same sense of humor i yeah. told you that today because like every tiktok it cracks me up but like i'll be laughing so hard i can't even breathe and i'll like text it to my husband or my sisters and they're like stop sending me these. like this is not funny and i'm like what like, they don't have the same... And that, that guy who posted today, I actually tried to do that one because I was like, I can learn that. And he Which has one? it. Which um, The baby one? I was like, I watched it a couple times. And I was like, okay, I got it. So I like set up my ring light. And like, he has it, but you can't um, do no. it. And I was like, oh, I like, I learned it. And then I was like, maybe that's when he yeah. does something. It's smart because he does something so funny somebody else like a cute girl is going to come in and do a bad lip sync of it and okay, go wait, viral. But time and out can... time out you are a very cute girl like... <laughs> I, mean, I mean like a 20 thing i know like a 20 year old is going to be off on the lip sync it's not even going to be and she's going to go viral and on they're going to go yeah <laughs> yeah exactly in their <laughs> bikini and it um... will be three seconds off and they're gonna go viral on his content. So he's like, no, bitch, you're not doing, you can't do his content. And that Ooh, was smart. Yeah, he put that shit on lockdown. Yes, because yeah. I, I, like, I was ready and I learned it. And then I was like, oh, like, I can't use the sound. So he's smart and I respect him, but I don't know. I, let me think of anything else that I'm pissed about that I can share.
0: <laughs>
1: oh my God, I have something like I'm pissed about
2: that I can share Yeah. that's not relevant at all. I've just been yes. like stewing on it for like, yeah a couple days now and I almost did a story about it but then I was like I sound really fucking bitchy.
1: No um, give it to me.
2: Vineyard vines.
1: <laughs> okay. What did they do to you? <laughs> <laughs> they
2: didn't do anything to me. <laughs> okay. So but I have a beef with them.
1: Okay, I see.
2: So um mm-hmm. I'm from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Okay and i don't ever remember vineyard vines being around when i was growing up like i yeah. what is this so i'm not saying it didn't i just it wasn't a thing so the other day i saw like an ad that said like vineyard vines was like 50 percent off and i was like oh well i'll like check it out see what they have you know i know that their stuff is good quality like it lasts a long yeah. time yeah it was like a hundred dollars <laughs> for a sweatshirt at 50 percent off and i was like
1: oh god i didn't know that about vineyard vines
2: but also, oh. like, I don't think that the Target <laughs> Vineyard, when I don't even know if Target still carries Vineyard Vines, but, like, I don't think that that, I just, I don't know. My beef is this, okay? Yes. The whole reason and draw of Vineyard Vines and, like, Black Dog with is also out of Martha's Vineyard is that you're supposed to go there and get the stuff souvenir yeah yeah right. to be like look i went to martha's vineyard <laughs> yeah
1: right
2: like so why are you going online and paying a hundred dollars for a sweatshirt that's 50 percent off that says martha's vineyard like i don't go and like and you didn't buy a go. sweatshirt that says cancun that i've never been there <laughs> <laughs> disneyland
1: it's like, oh, right? I like I just, no i didn't go i got you that's like when I, someone does a bad tick to a bad lip sync i'm like girl my sister started i was like you know you don't have to Get it on the first try. Like, why? I, why would you post that? And she's like, "I mean, I said you know you get more tries. Like, I will not post something unless it's perfect. And then it goes nowhere. Like, I, I'm back on that again. It pisses me off. It's frustrating. Yeah. It also
2: pisses me off that like parents allow their 14 year olds to like dress scantily and do dances on there, I know. And, as long as they're getting money,
1: it's right. But- so but what's scary too is like my friends. Kids are like older than my kids because my oldest is five, and they're on TikTok. And I'll do some TikToks, and I'm like, I just like. They're like, "Yeah, I saw your my daughter saw your TikTok." And I was like, "I'm sorry." At like, cheerleading
2: the other day, there were three girls. Help! I'm so excited. My daughter was not in this discussion. There were three girls standing next to each other in line during cheerleading,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and this is like seven and under, and. Oh, These two girls were talking about something and the one girl was like, What are you talking about? And they go, TikTok, and she goes, What's TikTok? And they were like, Oh my god, you don't know what TikTok is? And I was like, yeah.
1: <sighs> I know. Oh my God. Think like think about that. Like what she's gonna have to deal with. It gives me anxiety. Shocker. <laughs> mean girls. Oh. I mean, but also, like, no, she's five. Why the fuck would she know what TikTok yeah, is? It is. <laughs> like, what is wrong with your parents? Yeah. Right. It's like pandemic. Like, go get on TikTok. That's my daughter with YouTube. Like, now, you know what she does? T- exactly, Nettie. Um, I she, I set my alarm for 720. She gets up somewhere between 650 and 7 every day. Mm-hmm. She's in there. And she'll be like, she taps me. And I'm, like, kind of awake. And she'll, because I have my face ID on my phone. She's like, and I'll, I'm so tired, and I'm like, and she'll, yeah. thank you, and she'll watch YouTube for 30 minutes, but mm-hmm. I can't, I'm tired, and I get 30 minutes of yeah. sleep, and I don't know what she's YouTubing, and that sounds horrible, but there is a YouTube kids, but she, like Henry Danger, she's obsessed with Henry Danger, but it's a little bit old for her, and I know that she watches Henry Danger after I put my face on the phone, but I'm so tired, she knows that it's like, She's, she's half asleep. I'm just going to, and she manipulates me and she watches it. And then she'll say things. I'm like, where did you, she, she keeps going. She's like, well, Kim and Kanye. And I was like, I'm sorry, Kim and Kanye. She's like Henry danger. And i like, six are five. She doesn't know what Kim and Kanye is, but she says things. Right. And I'm like, no more Henry danger. So in the morning, she just puts my face in, in the face ID, and I'm kind of like, what? And I let her go. Yeah. And she watches God knows what on YouTube. Mine knows she's my like, password. Me. So she just plugs it in.
2: But I mean, I just I don't know. Like, there's know. just so much out there. There's always been a lot out there, but now it's just easily accessible, and that's what's scary about it. It's so. scary,
1: especially if your daughter knows no stranger. Like that is so scary. If somebody like messages her, we need to. What is it? Bite, fight, flag. Oh, I just what tell is-
2: Like I basically I just said all all manners are out the out the door. Um, but I will say like. You know, that is one thing. Um, I don't share my daughter's name. I don't show her face. Mm. Like if I do, I put those like sunglasses things on her. I I try to keep as much anonymity, oh my God, anonymity as possible, Um, Mm. which isn't, I mean, I know that's not always gonna be the case, but I just, you know.
1: Try to do. I I never thought about that. I show their faces, but like, uh, they go to private school, and like, sometimes, like, my son will be doing something funny, and I see like the logos, so I'll put like a little, yeah, like, blur out where he goes to school, so someone can't go to the school, but I show them. He's just like so cute. He just has funny things. I don't things think that, that there's read. anything wrong. Yeah, I
0: don't
2: think <laughs> no, there's anything but you're wrong right, with right. showing them. I just like our last name is very, um, like, not common. It. So yeah. it's just kind they of like no yeah. right i i rather They're not kind of safe
1: with mine there's yeah. a lot of me there's a lot of my last name yeah um i could talk to you for the rest of the night um i feel like this is gonna be a long episode but maybe people are enjoying it we've kind of been all over the place but it was so we have and i'm gonna stay in touch well no i love like i feel like my last couple episodes which i'm very interested in like fitness and wellness and things but I needed like just like a mom vent and that's exactly what this was. (laughs) And you were the right person to do it with. (laughs) If anybody here is not following you already, like how do they find you? Oh, I am on
2: Instagram under mom of one. It's the number one and done. I'm on TikTok, but again, I don't do anything over there. (laughs) Same mom of one and done and. Twitter is mom of one and done underscore.
1: It's a lot to manage girl, but you're doing it well. I'm so happy you did this. Thank
2: you for saying yes. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun.
1: Thank you so much for listening to the squats and margaritas podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So you never miss an episode and I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of squats and margaritas.